Hey guys, welcome back. This is Caring is Swearing. My name is Samantha. Um, I'm trying something different today. Uh, I recorded last night and it did not go good when I went to upload it to the um, Anchor website today. For some reason, the software that I use didn't record my voice very loud. When I play it back on the software, it plays back fine. But then when I go to upload it and, you know, arrange my episode and everything, it does not play out like any noise at all. I mean, my voice is like so, so tiny. Um, you can't hear it. So, um, I've tried everything effect wise to get it to go. And honestly, I just don't have the patience to keep messing with it. So I decided, you know what, it's a sign. I am just going to start over and record it, um, differently, differently, sorry. Um, so I'm going to record it through Anchor today. I've never done it before, but I kind of like the idea because it gives me a chance to do clips and all this other cool stuff. So anyway, uh, if it sounds different today, that's probably why <laughs> I'm a little distracted. So my episode's probably going to be all over the place. Uh, what I started, what I recorded last night was about being like a zombie parent. And I was so happy with the episode. I really like put my heart into it. And um, I feel like I said a lot of truth, but it was kind of a downing, you know, down type of mood um that's the only downside about not really like planning a full episode to the to the very wire um I kind of been winging it the last couple weeks you've probably noticed um it's because I just I, I'll just come out and say I, I have a huge like burden when it comes to um mental disorders um I am a diagnosed bipolar you know, suffer. Um, I don't even know. I don't know if it's one or two. I've never actually been told whether it's one or two. Um, I've just been told I have bipolar disorder. I've been on met different medications for it. Uh, I recently went off of my medication because I wanted to switch to something different. I uh, haven't really found anything that's been working. I am going to go back to the doctor and hopefully get on medication again. Hopefully this time it'll stick and it'll work. Um, but one of the downfalls of, you know, a mental illness is you cannot predict everything. I mean, I know with bipolar disorder, I go through different, um, cycles. Uh, it's the same cycle, but it's, you know, different emotions. That's mood swings. And I get manic, I get, um, depressive, I get anxious, I get, uh, so many other things in between, but I'm much more than that. But my episode's about being a zombie parent today. And, uh, I feel like sometimes my mental disorder plays really, deep into my parenting. Um, I try not to let it control me all the time, but let's be honest, it's really hard for me to sit here and tell you it does not. Sometimes it gets away from me. Um, it's a lot easier to manage when I'm on medication, but again, I've had to switch medications so many times that I haven't been on a consistent anything for a long time. And it, it really wears on you. I've been uh, struggling really bad the last few weeks with my anger and my irritability and being tired and depressed. And I've been trying really hard to be positive and to do things um, to kind of be proactive about it. Because this far into my illness, I am kind of able to recognize when I'm getting ready to get into a depressive mode. I'm usually a follows a super manic phase. Um, and if you don't have a mental disorder or if you don't have bipolar disorder, it's really hard for me to explain to you in a way that you're going to understand. But let's just say like, have you ever just been like in a super positive mood for, you know, a good long streak of time and then 
something happens and it puts you, you know, it just kind of throws you out of sorts. And then you have a hard time getting back on the positive track and you just find yourself falling into the negative track more and more and more. Um, it's hard to break that cycle, right? Well, for somebody like me who has bipolar disorder, I have a hard time, even though I know it's coming, I have a hard time breaking the cycle as well. But mine are like super high highs or super low lows. Um, sometimes I don't have a warning when they switch. They just switch. Like it could happen within a day. Um, not always. Most of the time I, I see signs, but um, I'm trapped in my own brain in a way. And it, that's really chaotic because I feel like I have a thousand emotions that run through my brain and thoughts. And sometimes I get really set on something and I can't focus on anything else. And a lot of things get put on the back burner because of it. My house, for one, is always a mess because I rarely have motivation to focus on cleaning. And when I do have the motivation, like I just said, I don't focus it on the right things. Uh, I know it needs done. I know that it's embarrassing. I know that I'm embarrassing in a way. I'm embarrassed by myself sometimes. I can't help it, though. And that's not an excuse. It's truly, um, I struggle really bad with it. With every fiber of my being, I want to be better, but sometimes it's really hard to do that. So um, I've been kind of in the zombie mode lately, kind of on autopilot with my parenting. And my poor children, um, I love them so much, and they're so tiny, it's hard to explain to them what bipolar disorder is, and I don't want to put my problems on them. So I'm very open about how I feel sometimes because I want my children to be open with how they feel. So, you know monkey see monkey do kind of thing. I don't want to just tell my kids or talk at them. I want to talk to them and I want them to feel the same way to be able to talk to me. So I feel like you have to lead by example. You can't just tell them everything and expect them to do it. You have to show them the right things to do. So you know what, when I make a mistake, when I have a bad day and I'm yelling all day long about nothing, I mean, it's stupid stuff that shouldn't trigger me to be mad, but it does. And after a while I realized, Oh my gosh, I'm being so ridiculous about this. Um, I just sit down and tell my daughter, my three-year-old especially, you know, like, honey, I'm so sorry. Mommy is having a bad day. Um, mommy's having a lot of hard feelings today. And it's making mommy angry at herself, not at you. Um, and I apologize. And I tell her repeatedly, it is not your fault. I do the same thing with my husband. I mean, he knows. But he's old enough that he, you know, he's a grown-up. So he knows that I'm having that problem. And he doesn't take it personally, but it's still not okay for me to treat him like that, even though I have this issue. And I guess it'd be easy to blame everything on it, but I refuse to be a victim. I refuse to let it define who I am. I refuse to let it dictate what I do. So even on my hard days, even when my emotions get the best of me and I let them lead me into places I shouldn't and down roads I shouldn't and say things I shouldn't, at the end, when I finally come back to my senses and I have a moment to grip myself, I say, hey, you need to apologize because that's not okay. Because that's what I would want if somebody was like that with me, no matter what. I mean, I would be understanding, um, but I would also, it would still hurt your feelings no matter what place it comes from. So, I mean, so with parenting lately, I've it, it, a lot of factors go into parenting. But for me, a lot of factors that affect my parenting are this weather I mean, oh my gosh, I cannot wait, you guys. I cannot wait for nice weather. Yesterday was such a teaser with the 60 degrees. It was a little windy, but it wasn't too bad. Um, it was such a tease because my kids get so confused because we go outside and play. 
And then the next day it's so cold you can't, or it's raining and you can't. And they're like, what? Like, we want to go back out, you know? And it's hard to explain to them that we can't go out and play right now. I hate Indiana weather, but I love it at the same time. It's a love-hate toxic relationship. So I'm ready for warm weather. I'm ready for cookouts and being outside from the time we get up to the time we go to bed, fires and camping and walking and ice cream and parks and just sports outside and just everything that comes along with the summer and the spring and the fall, the nice weather, because I, it's such a bad thing for somebody who has um, mental illness, any kind of mental illness. The worst thing is darkness is being cooped up, having no outlet. And a lot of it is my fault. A lot of it is my own fault for not being better at channeling it. Um, Because I could do better with that. And I could sit here and tell you I don't have time. I really don't have time, but I could stop watching TV at night, you know, for an hour and instead, you know, journal. Or at night I could, you know, stretch or meditate or do yoga or, you know, I've been trying to, instead of watch TV, I have in the last couple days, trying to challenge my brain a little bit more. So I got like a crossword game on my phone, which still isn't good for you because it's on your phone, but just to, to make my mind do something at night instead of just being a zombie in front of the TV. So like I've been trying to take a half hour or so a day and at least do something that challenges me every day. Because even for me, the smallest thing helps. Like when I was in therapy this last week, um, my therapist actually mentioned about doing like a, a visualization type of technique where when I'm having one of my hard days or a hard week or a hard month doing that smallest task. I mean, the very smallest thing, it could be as simple as like, you know, when you take your socks off at night when you're, you know, in bed and you just throw them on the floor. Well, somebody that has depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder or any kind of illness like that, they will just walk by those socks every day knowing they need to go in the hamper. But for some reason, you just can't do it. Like you're just, I can't explain that to you. And for some of you, that's going to sound really stupid. That's going to sound like, oh my gosh, we're being so damn lazy and just pick it up. Like just put them in the hamper. You probably bet you your husband about that all the time. Yeah, I do. You're right. I'm a hypocrite. But doing something so small as to finally complete that little tiny task of picking up your dirty socks and putting them in the hamper is a checklist that you get part of a checklist that you check off and you take a little rock or something visual, piece of colored paper or whatever, sand. I don't even care. I don't care if you just like have like a little thing you write on your fridge and you check it off. Sometimes just seeing a check mark next to something accomplished is enough for you to jumpstart something or make you feel like you could do something even on your worst day. But she said like when you accomplish that small, tiny task, you take that jar and you put like that rock in there, you put whatever visualization you need, you basically put a check mark next to that tiny little task. And either that's going to snowball into you doing other tasks that you need to get done. Or the next day, if you're having a hard time, um, you can look at that visualization and say, you know what, I was having just as hard of a day yesterday, and I still managed to do something so I can do it again today. So if a lot of you out there are like me, and let's just say you don't have a mental illness. Let's just say like you just are just cooped up and you have like the winter blues, which is a total thing. A winter winter depression is seasonal depression is, is a thing. Um, you're probably feeling like I am overwhelmed, angry, tired, not tired. 
anxious, mad, sad. I don't know. I'm feeling all of it. And that doesn't make any sense to some people. But sometimes I am feeling all the emotions at one time. And it's hard to process. It's chaotic. My brain feels like it's going to explode sometimes. So do you guys feel like that? I mean, do you feel like you can't take another day of being stuck in your house? Because that's me right now. I am and I'm taking it on everybody around me and that's not fair. But you know what else isn't fair? What else isn't fair is that I have to live like this. I have to deal with this every day of my life. And um, my daughter, my toddler daughter, three-year-old, she says that, ugh, that dreaded phrase that I hate hearing from any child or any person is life's not, it's not fair, it's not fair. Yeah, honey, it's not fair. You're right. But you know what's not fair life. And I have to say that to her. I know she's only three and you can judge me all you want about that. But it is the reality. And the sooner that our children understand that fairness has nothing to do with your success, the better you they're going to be, in my opinion. I mean, they're going to be thrown so many curveballs in life. They're going to be shocked and the rug going to be ripped out from under them constantly and you need to prepare them from that. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to like ruin all their hope and not give them dreams and let them believe in themselves. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like you can't give them everything in the entire world. I want to. Trust me, I would love to hold her hands through life and you know, I prefer her to never feel what pain is or sadness or depression and anxiety. But you know what the sad part is? My daughter does have anxiety. She does. And it may just be normal toddler anxiety. I don't know. I didn't even know kids her age could get anxiety like this. But my daughter has, so far, has had two anxiety attacks. Probably more. And I just haven't recognized that they that's what they were at the time because I didn't believe she could have them. But she's had two. I mean, sitting over a trash can, hyperventilating because she thinks that she's going to puke because she's having big feelings. And she's a small person. And she doesn't understand how to express that. She's getting better at it. And she's doing amazing. She does better at expressing her emotions and regulating how she feels better than any adult I know. That's sad. But it's true. She does it better than I do. And I'm in all of her. She's kind of like my role model. And she's younger than me. But I mean, there are times though, like, you have to tell your kid, like, I'm sorry, but that's life. You know, yeah, I understand you had a plan and this is what you wanted to happen. But sometimes that doesn't work out. Plans don't happen. And that sucks. I didn't plan on dropping out of college six times and not having anything visible to show you that I've succeeded at anything. I mean, to me, I feel like I fail every single day of my life. And that's just not that's not just me saying that that's true. I I truly feel like I've not accomplished anything in life. Um, but if I can make a difference for one or two people in life, then I, I will be happy. If my children grow up having empathy for people, not, not enabling empathy to very different things. I want them to understand that you don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to apologize for how you feel unless 
you've taken it out on somebody that doesn't, you know, unless, unless you lash out and yes, then you do need to apologize, but it's okay to feel like you're not okay. And I feel like that's said a lot, but it's true. Like you, I don't feel okay guys. Like a couple months ago, I was, you know, a few steps away from having to go to outpatient care, like to an outpatient facility or inpatient facility where you have to stay there and get some deep, intense therapy it doesn't matter how old you are. People can be depressed at any age. People can feel like there's no other option at any age. And your children need to know from a young age how to tell you that they need help. That they don't know what's going on. That they're confused. That they're hurt. That they, they are feeling out of control. They need to understand that. It's okay for your children to not be okay. Has nothing to do with your parenting. Has nothing to do with saving face. Screw saving face. Like your child needs you. I am so grateful. I have the best support system, you guys. So when I was going through this really dark time in my life, and I've had a couple times like this over my life where I've had dark, dark times where I thought about ending it all, and that's scary to say out loud. I had a hard time admitting it to anybody, but the best thing to do is to reach out so they can help you. So. I was explaining this to my friend last week. I was explaining to her that I felt like I was a terrible mom. And I just felt like all I've done with my kids lately is yell and yell and yell and scream and, and be short and not play and not have any fun with them. And I just was in a, I was just in a, a wall, you know, I was just kind of like in a deep pit of darkness and anger. And I was just sitting in it and I wasn't allowed, I wasn't making myself recognize that and move on. I had to dig myself out like I do every other time. And it sucks because I hate, I know that again, I'm going to get there again at some point. And I just have to be better every time. I just have to, to, to dig deep and, and climb it out and not look back. And when it happens again, I have to just have to keep doing it. And I was telling her all this and I said, you know, I just feel terrible all the time. Guilt constantly, just constant guilt. And she said, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other parents out there who maybe don't have the same, you know, circumstances that you do, but probably do still feel similar, like, you know, overwhelmed and kind of stuck in a rut and needing to get out like your engine's running, but you can't go anywhere. That's how I feel right now. I hate that feeling um, because it's a feeling of just pure chaos. And when you have anxiety, chaos is not your friend. Uh, anxiety and depression together are just, oh, I wouldn't wish that anybody. It's terrible. Um, and so is, you know, any hiccup that comes along in life. Um, I know, guys, I know this is all over the place. I'm so sorry. My episode last night was so much better planned. It, it, it was so on one track. And today I'm just out of sorts. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you can't. I don't know. But anyway, if you if you do, if you feel like me and you've just been kind of revving and not going anywhere and don't know what's next and don't know how much more you can take and just feel like you're all alone in the world, you're definitely not. Um, there's a lot of us out there, I'm sure. And some people just are afraid to say it and some people just don't know that other people feel that way and they don't say anything because they don't know they're not by themselves. So... Today's just been one of those. It's like a PSA, you know, public service announcement. You're not by yourself. Uh, everybody's battling a battle you don't know about, so be kind. Um, I keep 
saying these mottos until somebody gets it. It's not your right or your job to try to fix everybody. Not everybody wants to be fixed. So if you need to hear that, there you go. Let them live their life. Let them find the path they need to go down. It may not be a path you like. It may be super scary. It may be a path they don't come back from. Let them do it. They have to do it. You can fight all you want, but all you're doing is hurting yourself. And that's not how your time on earth should be. You should not be chasing people around to fix them or to make their lives better because you don't like the way they're living. You can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do. I'm not really sure where that came from. I'm very sorry. I've had a lot of people the last couple of weeks that I've had um, a lot of things happening to them. And I'm just my brain, like I said, it's just everywhere today. Um, I'm just frustrated. Um, but I, I hope it, something I said today reached somebody. Uh, I hope that your day gets better. I hope your week goes good. I hope that the weather stays. It's supposed to be really warm in the next couple of days. I'm kind of windy here and there, maybe some rain, but still I would take rain and wind over freezing cold and snow and slush any day. So um, I really hope that this episode that was chaotic, like my brain right now, uh, said something to you that made you feel better or hopefully rung true to you somewhere. Maybe you know somebody going through something or maybe you are yourself going through something and you just needed to know that you're not a bad mom, you're not a bad dad, you're not a bad grandma, you're not a bad mom, sister, friend, coworker. You're not bad. You're having a hard time. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody has them. It's how you treat others and it's how you respond to things that happen to you that define who you are. Now, if you make a mistake, own up to it. If you, uh, and truly mean it when you own up to it and try your best not to do it again, you can't just say sorry and then do the same thing tomorrow and say sorry again, expect it to be okay. Um, you know, take true responsibility for your actions, say you're sorry and do the change. Changing means more than words any, any day of the week, you know, making that change. So um, be kind, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Facebook caring underscore is underscore swearing and on Instagram swearing is caring podcast. My email is caring is swearing at gmail.com. You can listen to this on anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, breaker, Google podcast, radio public, and a couple more. Uh, if you go to anchor.com slash, uh, caring is swearing. It's caring dash is dash swearing. Uh, you can find all of my episodes and the platforms I am available on. So thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I hope you have an even better Tuesday and an even better week. And I will see you back here next week for a better planned and hopefully more positive, happy podcast. So thanks again, guys. Have a great week. Bye.